You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with Brandon Grant. Uh, from Trips for Kids Charlotte uh, that is part of the Charlotte Recyclery. So let's talk a little bit about this. You know, everybody remembers riding bikes as a kid, the wind in your hair, maybe your mom or dad yelling behind you to slow down. You know, riding a bike may have been your first real taste of freedom as a child, and it probably felt amazing, like you could keep riding to the edge of the world. Now, some of you listening are probably thinking, what do you mean as a kid? I still feel like that a few times a week when I get out there on the road when I'm riding my bike. We can probably all agree that to be exposed to biking at a young age, is not only fun, but it's a practical means of transportation that could be transformative for your life. And we want to talk more about not only this brand, but what they're doing for Charlotte. Uh, this week on, on our podcast, we, he, he couldn't agree more, I, w- I would assume. But Brandon's a guy that I met a few weeks ago, right before the 24 Hours of Booty for the 24 Foundation. I did not have a bike. I learned about this from DC and I just showed up. And before you knew it, 30 minutes later, I had an awesome bike. It's a Cannondale from like the 80s. It was retro. Everybody thought it was sick and it rode great. And so I had an amazing experience also while supporting trips for kids and the Charlotte Recyclery. So we're going to learn all about it. I'm so excited to hear the story. Brandon, thank you and welcome to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. Well, thank you guys and thanks for having me on. Um, This is definitely a unique and exciting experience that I don't believe I ever would have gotten if not through the Recyclery and Trips for Kids. So. This is just super cool. Um, so I guess where do we start this conversation? How do we get going? How did you get started? Yeah, I All think, right. I think that's this. where we start. Let's there do we it. go. So I've been in and around and working on bikes literally my entire life. Um, as you were talking about as a kid riding bikes growing up, I used to pull them out of the trash, keep them like in whatever state I would find them, fix them up in my garage or whatever, and then start riding them. So kind of the nature of what we do at the recyclers baked into my history with bikes. So what we do there is we take in used unwanted donated bicycles. We assess what they have to offer as far as rebuildable parts that we can use, all sorts of things like that, and funnel them back out into the community. Um, So that's like a really cool thing of what we do, but the more interesting thing is why we're doing it. You know, the recycler exists to transform individual lives, whole communities, and ultimately the Charlotte landscape through the way of cycling. Um, So, no, I love it. Really cool. Yeah. Tell me, you, so you mentioned you've been around bikes. You mentioned, you know, the Charlotte Recycler, kind of what that is. How does that play into Trips for Kids? What is Trips for Kids? Is this, just give me kind of that yeah, because it's yeah. all about transforming lives and it's a really cool thing that sure. you guys got going. So Trips for Kids is a more of a national organization um, okay. with the Charlotte chapter. And it started <clears throat> really as a way to get kids on bikes to kind of raise up the next generation of kids into cycling in particularly mountain biking um, was the the original focus of it. And through getting kids into mountain bike trails and out into nature and out into the world, there was a kind of stark need for someone to intervene and kids to get into cycling as a means of transportation or as a means of life improvement or engagement um, or life enrichment rather. And so the shift kind of fo- the focus shifted a little from mountain biking to just totalitarian urban cycling and just getting people on bikes, whatever means possible to do that. And then uh, over time, it kind of shifted into 
the whole family being on bikes and not so much uh, emphasis just on kids, even though that's still a huge part of what we're doing. We're wanting to get everyone on bikes and kind of impact everybody's life through cycling in some form or fashion. How do you feel about, <clears throat> excuse me, Charlotte's interest in development and bike lanes and, yeah. and all of that? Does that continue to improve uh, to your, you know, for sure? Liking? Yeah. Um, so the cycling infrastructure in Charlotte or the multimodal infrastructure in Charlotte is continually growing. And I think that since, or through the pandemic rather, there was a huge explosion in everyone wanting to get onto bikes and start riding. You know, everyone's stuck at home, got to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, just an unreal amount of demand happened for bicycles overnight during the pandemic. And that uh, shift towards a more active and healthy lifestyle, particularly through riding bikes, has not slowed down at all. And so... Over the past couple of years, there's been a huge push towards better infrastructure for cyclists or pedestrians in general. Um, So we have really cool things like greenway expansions happening over the next 20 years. We have um, bike lane expansion happening over the next five years or so. It's kind of exploding in a really cool way. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Yeah, I would say so. I love I grew up like loving to ride bikes. And I remember my best experience with a bike was in college. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't even have a car my freshman year, but I had a bike. Right. And I could get anywhere. And I knew exactly how long it was going to take me to get to soccer practice, where I was going to go to, to class. And I just looked at all these peasants walking and I was like, you guys, <laughs> you guys are crazy. But I loved it. But then I got away from it for a long time yep. um, and really didn't get back on a bike until um, I met Scott Dunson. And we do a lot of work with the 24 Foundation and the 24 Hours of Booty. And, and then I got on a bike and I love that event so much because I don't ride a bike all the time. My kids are a little bit young right now. We're trying to right. get them up and I can't wait till we all get bikes and do that. But it's, it's just like, it's like brings you back to being a kid. It's fun. It's like enjoyable. And you guys have some unique programs that you guys provide. And there's three main programs, one of them being an earn a bike program. And I'd love to learn more about that because I think a lot of people, you know, it might be easy for you to go just buy a bike for your family, but not everybody can afford that. And there's kids in this community that their families can afford afford that. But if they were to get that bike, it could change their life. So tell me a little bit about that uh, Earn a Bike program and, and how that works. Yeah. So Earn a Bike is probably the most well-known program that we have to offer at Trips for Kids or the Charlotte Recyclery. Um, what that does is it takes kids through a six-hour course where they learn some super basic bike maintenance Um, more focused on the safety of riding the bike and how to keep tire pressures inflated and chains lubricated. It's not like a mechanics course or anything like that. Right. And yeah, they go through the six hour course. Um, They learn how to be safe on their bike, move around their bike, maintain their bike. And at the end of it, they get to keep it. Um, In 2020, um, our programs director expanded that program to whole families can now earn bikes. And so the adults get a bit more of a hands-on, a bit more in-depth class than the kids do, but it in, ends up getting the entire family focused on riding bikes together, which gets the family more involved, gets them more connected, and gets them outside doing really cool stuff. So that, that's incredible. And I'm sure you have some amazing stories around that. Is there one that stands out of of how you guys have made an impact or one that that maybe is kind of your motivator, right? The driver of of, of you when you go yeah. in there, you're like, man, if we could change this one family, we could change a lot of them. I'm sure you got a ton of stories, but any, any of them just kind of 
pop in your head? Yeah, probably the coolest thing I can think of off the top of my head is our newest employee. Um, it's a part-time employee that I hired. Um, their name's Tobia Lewis. They were a graduate of our earner bike program in 2011. So in 2011, they went through a program, earned a bike, started riding that thing. Um, Tobia's mother ended up riding through that as well. And the whole family just kind of took on a cycling emphasis. And then just this year, they came back in, applied to work with us. And so that is a full circle success story of we reached this family, impacted their life. They came back into the organization and remained kind of around it throughout this entire time, um, but is now giving back, doing work in the organization that impacted them 11 years ago. And that's incredible. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really real cool. cool. If you could do that, like, I mean, just, you know, everyone chases the dollar as much as they can, it seems like. But at the end of the day, how did you impact others' lives, right? Yeah. That's, that's what really matters. Right. Um, and that's what folks will remember about you. And that's that's really cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. With um with Trips for Kids, but also with the Charlotte Recycler, to kind of get back onto that, you mm -hmm. talked about taking unwanted bikes is this something that the community can donate these directly to you? What's the process of how you obtain those? Because I, I know there's one person, Josh Jones, who probably has a hundred bikes in his garage, <laughs> who probably doesn't need a hundred bikes in his garage. He Trying might to get that he, mountain bike. He, he just might, will not yeah, come off it, of he it. He might, like, he might just keep those forever. But I'm sure there's a lot of people. Kids get older. They go out to college. You For have, sure. you know, they grow out of that bike. What are they going to do? I mean, the worst thing you can probably see is a bike in a trash can. You yep. know, that, that could have easily been fixed by you guys and given to somebody that never could afford a bike. Yep. So what is the process of that? And how could people listening, you know, make an impact right away by dropping that off with you guys or or maybe even, you know, working with their neighborhood to come up with a, a, a thing through their, you know, HOA that's like, hey, we're going to do a bike drive in the neighborhood. If you have a bike that you're not using, that your kids don't use, we're going to combine them together and then they can do kind of like a mass load off. I don't know if that happens. Maybe I'm just coming up with ideas. No, for <laughs> sure. We have several avenues by which you can donate bikes to us um dropping them off directly at the bike shop is a way um and probably the easiest but not for everybody we also partner with excuse me almost every single uh bike shop in charlotte okay. as a drop-off donation place so if you go into a bike shop and say hey i've got these bikes um they're i want them to go to trip for kids they'll set them aside tag them up and contact us when we need to do pickups we also have a box truck that will come to your house and pick the bikes up. Oh, wow. Um, so that would really be cool. by way of just contacting the shop and we'll organize it kind of organically and in person that way. So lots of modes of getting things to us. What's the What's <clears throat> the craziest bike that's been donated that you're like, what in the world? How did we get this bike? Oh, man. Um, I bet you've had some. They walk, you're like, what in yeah. the world? <laughs> so a really interesting thing about the recycler is we do a lot of um, – one-off work we work on a lot of unique bikes and probably the craziest stuff is what we actually come up with in the shop on our own <laughs> um so we the recycler op the recycler mechanic side of things operates really different than another bike shop you know um, we're dealing with used things we're dealing with broken things we're dealing with you name it and so it gives us an opportunity to get more creative when putting bikes together so a lot of times when we're working on our own projects we are way outside of the scope of normal bicycle production when we're making things. So we have tall bikes in the shop. We have low rider bikes in the shop. We have kids bikes with huge parts on them. Like anything you can imagine we come up with in there. It's kind of an artistic free form type thing. I love that. And I, and like I said, I got the experience of coming in and meeting you 
Um, you know, actually I went onto the website and go check out their website because you yeah. can see all the bikes that are for sale. And I looked at it, I called in, I was like, hey, I, I want to come check out this bike. I did. I walked in, they already had it set up. They were tuning it, making it look nice. They even put a little water bottle holster on there because I asked. They were just like, yeah, we got you. And it's cool as hell. I mean, they literally have so many different parts and you can kind of see the community right there, right? It's an yep. open door. There were a couple other people that came in. I know one guy had this amazing bike and he needed this one specific part. And you're like, dude, it's going to be like three or four weeks. Yep. There's nothing I can do, right? So we <laughs> understand that um, for sure, but that's pretty neat. So from from here, you know, you guys seem to kind of have, you know, a pretty good history, but where's the direction of, of Charlotte Recyclery? Is this something where you're going to have multiple locations, you know, what do you really need from this community to continue to grow and, and really get a bike in the hands of kids? And I'm going to go back to kids. Look, this is for everybody, but get a bike in the hand of a kid that, that wants one that can't get it. Kids are, are definitely the focus. Um, some things that we have in the pipeline to kind of go in that direction is we're revamping a mechanics class for kids um, so that they can get their hands into working on bikes with actual tools, learning proper names, and hopefully... Um, you know, usher in the next generation of bike mechanics or bike shop employees, um, which is uh, one thing I would like to say about the focus of the recyclery is we want to be a hub where that stuff can be accessible to anyone in the community. You know, we don't want anyone who has a bike to come in and feel welcomed that they have access to tools, to knowledge, to um just kind of proper stuff to maintain their bikes and make them work well for them because broken bikes don't serve anybody. Right. Um, and in ways that we're doing that, we've, uh, we're looking to expand our space right now. Um, we're in the process of looking for a new location to awesome. um, pretty much about double the capacity of what we have to do. Um, and what that'll look like is we've got about eight available work stands right now for people to come in and get their bikes worked on. We want to double that to about 16 to 20 stands. Um, while also increasing some of the volunteer opportunities and staffing opportunities that we have so that we can continue to do this on a little bit bigger scale still here in Charlotte. Yeah, I love it. With you guys continuing to grow, I, I, I kind of want to know about a need. Like if you think about kids in the city, and we've had people on from you know the food banks and we've had people on and it, it's shocking to kind of see the numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, how many requests are you guys getting for people to be in that, you know, earn a bike program or, or that are looking for a bike is, is the request outnumbering the amount of bikes that you guys have? And do you have any numbers around that? I do. So the requests don't outnumber the bikes that we have. We typically take in about 3000 bikes a year. Wow. That's awesome. Um, and that's, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I, yeah, it yeah. is. A, that's a lot of bikes. I mean, that's, That's really a, cool. You're fixing a lot it, of bikes. We, yeah. And we turn out, turn around about 60% of those back to the community Excellent. each year. So um, definitely getting a lot more in than the needs are, but we need that to continue to happen or it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. um, so the recycler is a self-sustaining organization in that way. Um, we take in donations, we put them back out and it's the kind of a circular economy type thing, keeping, keeping everything out of, trash and landfills and things as well. But this year we've had, I got, do have numbers in here somewhere. Over the past two months, we've had 94 bikes distributed through the community. Um, through this year, we've, uh, looking about 350 given out so far. Awesome. Wow. So, 
Does it does it increase more like when you get towards the holidays? Like you could give them out during the holidays, or is this just kind of every month? Or if it's getting warmer, like what's the what's kind of the rush? If we if people are yeah, listening right now and they had a, a bike to donate, a I would say do it today. The next best times tomorrow. But is there a time when you need bikes more than others? Yeah, um, actually, the the recyclery and trips for kids do operate a little separately from each other. Um, you can think of the recyclery as a program of trips for kids. Um, whereas Trips for Kids is more of an overarching umbrella organization that houses all of the free bike programs, the mechanics programs, the learn to ride things that we do and kind of folk, that, that's the legs that go out into the community. The recycler is just a little more insular than that in which the bikes that we do, we take a part in, we're mostly selling them or getting them ready to go out into the programs. Gotcha. Um, but the push for bikes at that point definitely does ramp up around the holidays and at the beginning of the summer um this year has been really interesting as you know every everyone has experienced kind of the end of the pandemic this is the first kind of fully open summer that we've experienced in a couple years so we've been busier than we've ever been this summer which has been incredible and awesome and hectic and stressful (laughs) but um so Honestly, it's just a little hard to gauge the next year and next year on how that's going to play out and when, sure. when the big rushes are going to hit. But, you know, every bike shop is a little bit the same. The kickoff of summer and the going back to school seasons are hectic. So kind of right now we're having a big push for people coming in, wanting to get the college bike, get the, you know, my kid wants to ride the school bike right now. Mm. And at the beginning of summer, everyone wants to get out and enjoy the weather and mm-hmm. the sun. So. Do you guys have like a cool commercial like Cars for Kids where they're like K-A-R-S Cars for Kids? You know what I mean? That thing is in my head all the time. Maybe it's just because I hear it on the radio. Y'all, y'all know what commercial I'm talking about. You not? I have no clue oh what you're talking God. about. Oh, my God. All right. Well, vote on that one, but maybe we listen I'll to different you. stuff. But yeah, there's this commercial. It's got this ring to it where you donate your car, right? Yeah, Whether you're right, not going right. to use it. I, and it's I called Cars it's for Kids. I don't kids. listen to the radio. Yeah. Well, our, yeah. Anyways, our Instagram presence and our real presence is exploding right now. So we'll have to get on that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is cool. And definitely go check out their Instagram. It gives you a great snapshot of not only you know, what they do, but how involved they are in the community. And and this is pretty fascinating. So when, what, when was this created? Like when, when did the Charlotte Recyclery The Recyclery was founded in 2006. Um, so the Recyclery founders, um, his name was Keith Swanson. Mm-hmm. Um, he founded in 2006 to be a community bike shop. Um, the, the idea that we would even be selling bikes and doing all that wasn't a thing at that point. It was right. simply just a, a place where people could come and work on tools, work on with their bikes with tools and have access to resources to maintain their bikes. Uh, it was a very grassroots, very kind of word of mouth thing. Um, barely had a building, started out of like just a garage and some people that had some bikes. Mm-hmm. But they noticed a need in the community and that's, you know, bike shops are expensive. Tools are expensive. And so if anyone is going to have a ongoing sustainable bike culture at all, um, the shop is necessary. And so it got started as a way to just produce access into the community for, for those things. And then um, kind of the need for it to be sustainable happened as well. And that's when we started taking in the donations and uh, refurbishing and selling bikes. I love it. Yeah, Keith is uh, the husband of our producer, yeah, uh, yep. which is awesome. 
So I didn't even know that when we got connected. And yeah. then um, I send the invite to Melissa and I'm like, hey, we want to have, you know, the Charlotte Recycler. And she goes, you know, my husband founded that. And I was like, what? That <laughs> like, is crazy. I didn't know that either. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> so back wild. in 2006. <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's fascinating to see where that has grown. And I know he's yeah, you know, taken sure. a back seat to that, but, but really has kind of handed over the keys and you guys have run with it and now created so many cool avenues. I, I, I really love everything that you're doing here. I, I do have one quick question. Have you guys ever connected with uh, Mecklenburg Scouts and doing anything through like their cycling merit badge or connecting with any of the different types of scout camps where they would do things like that? I am almost positive that that has happened and I have some notes here on that somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure you yeah, have. I, it's... Um, Even if you haven't, we'll yeah. make the introduction because um, and, and if you have, that's awesome. But I, I'm on the executive board there. I'm an Eagle Scout and, yeah. and that's a, a big component. There's a lot of people that we support um, through scouting that can't afford a bike, right? That when we go through the, the cycling merit badge is the first time they've ever rode a bike. First time they've ever put on a helmet, you know, first time they've ever learned anything. So um, if you have, that's awesome. If not, we're going to make that introduction. I'm sure, we I'm have. sure you it have. It could be um, cool from a volunteer perspective yeah. too for those kids to come over learn how to fix and repair sure. bikes yeah um well we're, we can connect on all that but this yeah. has been been really awesome brandon you know and learning more about this what is the best way for people to get in contact with you or get in contact with the uh with the recycler or get in contact with trips for kids yeah so we are on all the social media platforms um so you can look us up at the charlotte recyclery um on instagram facebook we are newly into twitter as well um, oh snap <laughs> you can connect with us at via email at shop at trips for kids charlotte.org or my personal email over there brandon at trips for kids charlotte.org um, and that's that's probably the best ways to to find us i love it this is cool man i um you know, props to Keith for starting in 2006. Props to you and your entire team, the board, everything that you guys have been able to do um, around this. If if you're listening and you have a bike that you're not using, your kid's outgrown it, please take the time, reach out to them. They'll come and pick it up. I mean, this is not this is not that easy. You know, you have Amazon Prime coming to your house every day, right? They'll just yep. come right behind them. You'll have the bike out there. We'll throw it in there, and another kid will be able to use that. And that's been really uh, that's a really really cool thing. So I I love it. I'm I'm excited that this is something that you guys have created, and and I think it's just getting started. I think so too. And you know, coming to pick up the bikes up or whatever other avenues we have, our whole goal is to be a resource and be available for people to come in and feel welcomed in our space, feel uh, kind of like they found a bike home in their in our space, which I think is pretty unique. Yeah. And also, if you're just looking for a bike, like like I was, like I wasn't in the, 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 the market to buy a $1,500 road bike, right? And I went to the shop, I got it for like 300 bucks. It's awesome. It was retro. They made it great. And I literally picked that up I think Friday morning and I was riding it on the booty loop that night and did about 52 miles that evening on that bike had no issues. It was awesome. I will say one thing. I messed up on the gears one time and, I, and the chain came off. Luckily, my crew waited for me, but I, I fixed it real quick and we were <laughs> yeah, back on there. Yeah. But it was awesome. And, and you know, for for the amount of money that I got, like I got a really cool bike that's uh, that's got some uh, some character. That's yeah. what I would say. So it was pretty neat. Got some miles on it. Yeah, it definitely had some miles on it. I tried to add a little bit, but um, but my kids love it. Like yeah. they're like, Where, when are we getting ours? And I'm like, buddy, you, you're still 
You're still on your little one. Uh, he, he wants pedals. He goes, why yeah. does your bike have pedals? Because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm an adult. Some pedals, he's, man. He, he's, he's close. Yeah. He's close. And the balance, the balance bike, he's crushing that. Yeah. Um, so I think he, I think Graham's ready. Now we'll have to give the balance bike to, uh, to cash so he can jump on there, but perfect, but we'll get them rocking soon, man. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us. It was awesome to share the story. Hopefully you can make the connection. Hopefully it gets you guys some more bikes, get some more companies interested in, uh, in supporting you. And, um, you know, it's the reason why we started this podcast to tell cool stories like this. And, uh, yeah. and it's awesome. And, you know, everybody's doing their own part to make Charlotte a better place and you guys are doing yours. So I really appreciate you, man. Thanks, yes, sir. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Until next time you've been listening to this episode of the brand builders podcast. You've been listening to the brand builders podcast brought to you by the Dunstan group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.